Welcome to the Wasted Youth Podcast. In this week's episode, Shotgun and Micah discuss DS games and a potential not home alone game that could be very interesting. Hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wasted Youth Podcast. I'm here with my fellow co-host, Micah. How are you, Micah? I'm doing pretty good. I give that intro like <laughs> a a four four point five. four point five out of ten. <laughs> it's okay. I had an entire internal dialogue right before, and as soon as we started, it's just like nah, <laughs> dude. I get there. The struggle is real. You just have to go move forward with one hundred percent confidence in what the fact that you're what you're saying is going to be correct. That was it. Was all planned. Exactly. Don't worry. Exactly. Don't worry. Dude, I dude, I fifty percent of the time I'm I'm concerned that I'm going to use your real name instead of your like stage name on live Twitch, and I'm like, fuck, I can't do that. Oh well, if it happens, it happens. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a huge deal. It happens. Oh well. Uh, what what's that a cocktail you're drinking tonight, Micah? This one is uh. Rum and Dr. Pepper, because those are what I readily had available. It's pretty good. I'm almost out of it. I'll probably make some more because I have some more of it. That's fair. This is eggnog with too much vodka in it. (laughs) Oh, potent eggnog. Vanilla vodka, though, so it's not, you know, Mm, doesn't super... Or not vanilla, and yeah, vanilla vodka, so it doesn't super, like, affect the taste too much. Yeah, not super pungent. It's not super alcoholy. Fair, fair. I've got some um, Voodoo Ranger IPAs here, and then I've got a freaking chonker of a thing. 1.75 liter. <laughs> Ooh, maker's mark. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's mid-shelf. Woodford Reserve is a bit smoother, but I'm like, you know, this bottle will last me a while. It's only mm-hmm. 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll get it. It it. I haven't had Maker's Mark in a few months. Dude, so. I saw some more. I almost, you know what? I almost bought at a liquor store the other day. I fu- I saw some more Japanese whiskey. I'm like, should I try this again? Dare I do it? <laughs> After the <Yeah>. last experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, was it more of that? Um... Why? Oh god. Yeah. Uh, so or was it a different? So one? there was a Y there. There was a different kind of a Y, mm-hmm. and then there was like another brand entirely. That like, dude, this fucking came in like a bottle, okay, but the bottle itself was like a porcelain samurai or some shit like mm. that. <laughs> I'm like, and it was like sixty bucks, <laughs> so I didn't buy it. But I'm like, yeah, and it wasn't like a big bottle either. It was like this big. Yeah, so, 750 mil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, I want to buy it. It would go like on the shelf over here and replace one of my shitty looking alcohol. It'd be, it'd be one of those things where it's like per podcast. You're not refilling that. It's just two fingers, pour it, done. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it. exactly. It'd be, okay. it'd be like when you go to like, you know, that's... Uh, speakeasies and stuff like that and they have like the super expensive whiskey and you get like you know two ounces of whiskey for 200 bucks <laughs> yeah yeah that's how i would treat it <laughs> true I've, I, oh my goodness i <laughs> i've had whiskey that expensive but just a sip of some whiskey that expensive before hmm. it was not good i wasn't a fan of it it's not great no i mean it wasn't bad but it wasn't like $200 good. $200 for Fair. two ounces. Or I think it was $200 for four ounces. My friend got one that was $200 for two ounces. <laughs> and I was mm. like, that's that's crazy. You're like, that's a bit pricey. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think the one I actually got myself was like, I, it was like 25 bucks for two ounces. And that was, yeah. that's that's even like super expensive for me. I'm like, what the heck? 
Yeah, most expensive bottle I've ever bought was uh, Jefferson's Ocean, mm-hmm. and that's that's a ninety-two dollar bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. But oh, best whiskey I ever had. Gotcha. So good. Mm. Um, got any uh, news for this evening? Yeah, I got some news. Some Uh-oh. Grinch. <laughs> Mr. Grinch burnt down the Fox News Christmas tree in New York. Now, what? Uh, okay, he was All immediately right. tackled by security. <laughs> oh, oh, so he was caught. He was caught. Yes. Okay. Um, now, long time and probably like viewer longtime viewers and probably anyone that was just here like two weeks ago can probably infer that i'm not the biggest fan of fox news but also who goes around burning down christmas trees now that's just you know that's 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 horrible you shouldn't do that um and you know i totally totally disavow disavow this person burning down (laughs) fox news christmas would be proud What was interesting was like this clip that <laughs> so <laughs> of course, you know, people are having their fun with it, okay. Of course. Uh of course. <laughs> you know, first of all, the reaction from Fox News was like, well, there's they're a news agency, so of course they're gonna try to make a story about it. But they're like super they're acting like super offended that this happened when they got like a new Christmas tree up like two days later. But like <laughs> they're they're like, how could this happen? So there's a clip out there of you know one of the hosts of Fox News saying, "How could someone do this? This is crazy. This this is who burns down a Christmas tree? This that tree it represents freedom. It represents the Christmas season. It represents the holidays. It represents Jesus. It represents <laughs> Hanukkah." <laughs> i didn't know the christmas tree had like such a storied history of representing all these different things but uh of course then you know trevor noah of the daily show came out and made like a super satirical kind of uh drama post about it where he edited a bunch of the clips from the fox news reactions together yeah and fair warning this joke is in super poor taste to a significant portion of the American public. Oh no. Starts off by saying <laughs> because mind you, this is the context of like Fox News reporters screaming and ranting about this tree burning down, okay, playing in the background. And if words flash up on the screen, you get the chung chung like a sound effect. Worst attack in New York City history. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it says a bunch oh, of other no. things. I encourage you to go check out Trevor Noah's thing, <laughs> video oh, on it. God. I think I saw it on his Facebook page. More social media savvy people can probably find it on some more relevant social media website. But at the Jeez. the final thing, it says, "Never forget Pine Eleven. <laughs> Oh no! I'm like, no, that's not funny, but it is. It's really dark. It's dark, like that charred tree. (laughs) Oof! But yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was that was a thing that happened. Oh, immediately lost two viewers. (laughs) Bye bye. Bye bye. (laughs) Um. But yeah, so that's 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 the news. That's a thing that happened. Again, don't go around burning Christmas trees. That is a bad idea. But um <laughs> only time that's okay is if it's after Christmas, it's your own Christmas tree and you have a safe area to burn it at. Or if it's February and someone still hasn't taken your tree their tree down yet, burn it. Then you, burn fire. then you can burn it. Then you can burn it as long as you do it in a safe manner. Yes, Tent. Because no one should have their Christmas tree up in February. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like my parents used to be, where they just they always just had like a single line of Christmas lights. It wasn't the fancy mm-hmm. dangling ones or anything like that. They just leave it up because they're like, when they're not on, nobody can see them. So. <laughs> 
Might as well. <laughs> they just plug them in during Christmas time. And bink! Oh, wow. Nah, here's what they're, they're up. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta make it. Uh, you gotta t- keep your Christmas tree around, and it can be an Easter tree. Okay. Because you know both. Just so the uh, the Easter bunny has nice shelter. No, I mean okay. So you think about dead needles to sleep on. So you but yes that. But also <laughs> think about it. Like these are both religious Christian religious holidays. Okay, you got Christmas and you got Easter. Okay, which one actually involved? Which story actually involved a tree? I mean. Easter. Yeah, Easter. Yeah. Easter involved a tree. Was yeah. there any trees in the Christmas story? Is Jesus a tree? Well, according to Fox News, the tree represents Jesus, <laughs> so I guess. But <laughs> Jesus is a tree confirmed. <laughs> oh, <Jeez>. no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, man. All right. Well, well you want to get into the uh, main topic of the evening? Yeah, I guess I want to get into the main topic of the evening. That sounds good. Uh, what do we got on the right. thing first? Uh, we're talking about t- games, video games. We're talking about DS games. I'm pulling DS up the games. item on my phone now. Uh, Shotgun, what's the first console, handheld console you ever owned? First handheld console. Game Boy Advance. This blue one. It's beautiful. Oh, you a baby. You, I'm a baby. You baby. I, and my grandpa got it for me for Christmas one year. He's like, here you go, kid. I'm like, what's this? He's like, video games. I'm like, like a PlayStation? And he's like, yeah, but, uh, like, you can be in the car. And play <laughs> I'm like, what? But that was the original Game Boy Advanced, right? Yeah. Not the, yeah. Not my the sister... My sister, a year later, so, so, got the SP, so you and could, I was jealous. So you could only play in the car during the day. <laughs> no, 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 no. It still had a backlight. Did the... Did the... Yeah. The Game Boy Advance, all of them had the backlight, but the SP could just go one level brighter. Ah. Uh... And it had a, a year newer processor in it, so it ran a little more smoothly, loaded faster, better battery life, all that jazz. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, if I'm riding in direct sunlight and it's a super dark game, then yeah, it's a little more difficult to see. You do this number where you're like blo- body blocking the sun, <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Micah? What was your first? console for mobile 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 console um i got distinctly remember getting a game boy color for my birthday oh yep okay yep um, i think i remember you having that like, I, I think it, i remember seeing it yeah it probably i don't know where it is now but i had like <laughs> on that oh you still have it i i don't know maybe oh, okay I don't know where. I wasn't sure if you were stupid like I was. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But um, but yeah, it was the yellow one. It wasn't the Pikachu edition, which is hmm. like you know valued at three hundred bucks now. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was the yellow Game Boy Color, and I think I had uh, Wario World for it, which was uh, huh. like you know a Mario World spinoff where you played as Wario. Uh, and it was super dope. Um, still one of my favorite platformers to this day. Um, it was like, it took everything that was great about Mario and everything that was great about Kirby, which were later two of my favorite handheld franchises and mixed them together. Um, Hmm. so you would get like special abilities and stuff like that. Uh, but it played very much movement was very much like a Mario game. Um, and then I had Pokemon Silver, the original Pokemon Silver on there oh, as wow. well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think those were the first two games I got, um, which was pretty new. My first two games for my Game Boy was a Crash Bandicoot game that I lost when I moved to Indiana. Dang. I'm still really sad because that was that was my favorite game. 
and then it was a uh, taxi game. Can't remember what it's called. Crazy like, Taxi. Maybe. I don't know. My sister has it somewhere. She has all my Game Boy games because um, mm-hmm. she's she had her Game Boy for a while after I traded mine in. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, or after I traded in my DS for my DSi. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, I still play to this day. I was actually playing the other day, uh, playing uh, Final Fantasy three. Ooh, interesting. Trying to figure out where to go, because that game does not give you any hints on where to go. You just gotta explore and figure it out. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I never got really into the Final Fantasy series. Um, Me neither. That is, Final Fantasy 3 and 4 are the only ones I've consistently played. Gotcha. I think I've got Final Fantasy 9 for 360, uh-huh. I think. Mm-hmm. It might be PS2. Gotcha. I don't know. I haven't played in a minute, mm-hmm. but that was where like it's actually open world and three D models and good storyline on a major console. So you, they did like some amazing stuff with it. Mm-hmm. I've thought about seeing about what uh, Final Fantasy games I can get on PC because I enjoy it. I enjoy that playstyle. It's a good game where I just want to relax and chill. And mm-hmm. I think I figure wanna, out battle strats. I want to say you can get all the Final Fantasy games on PC. I think so. Um, I think they're all, they've all been ported, so yeah. Um, I bet they run fantastically too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. But man, yeah. Let's see. After the uh, after the Game Boy Color, I think that I got a Game Boy Advanced SP eventually. Um, uh, had that as well. That hmm. was fun. Um, and then after that, I had like. Every generation of the Nintendo DS, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Actually, I didn't have the original one. I started with the DS Lite. Gotcha. I think, if I remember right. Yeah, I started with DS, or Game Boy Advanced. GameStop had this thing where whenever the DSs were first coming out, they were like, bring your Game Boy in and trade it in and pay $100, get a DS. So I did that. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they did the same thing with DSi. Mm-hmm. I did that. Then they had the DSi XL. Mm-hmm. I did not do that because I'm like, no, the reason I have a mobile is because portability. Mm-hmm. And the XL, at the time, I still hadn't had my growth spurt. Not that you can say <laughs> much now. But it's, I'm like, no, that's just really big and clunky. I want it to be able to fit in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So I stuck with my DSi and... I mean, yeah, I never got the. Th- it's laying on my bed over there, so. <laughs> yeah, I never. I now that I think about, it, I did never got like the three DS or the two DS. No, because that no, just seemed me like I I messed around with a three DS in a like at a some place where they had a demo of it. Either it's like a mm-hmm. Target or a Best Buy, and yeah. I just I wasn't impressed with the three D effect. To be honest, some games are much cooler yeah. with it, but most games you're like. It just gives me a headache. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like um, Turn it off. like it's a, it's impressive technology. Mm-hmm. Um, for the guy kind of games I play, though, I don't feel like it improves the experience. No. Um, because it's not immersive enough. It it doesn't help with immersion. Um, well, it's it's a small screen. Yeah, there's only so much you can do with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and. Like with action games or fast-paced games, the 3D effect kind of like flickering. It causes you to like remember you're playing on a screen because of how like the 3D effect works. As soon as yeah. anything goes like outside of the range of the screen, obviously, like then you can't see it anymore. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, you got this weird effect where it was like 2D for. A couple milliseconds, but it was just enough where you notice, and then it'd be three D. You're like, yeah, that threw me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It it adds something to some games. I feel like it would work better on a bigger screen. Like I yeah. feel like oh, this absolutely. is something that they should have incorporated onto like you know an actual console. Is like Nintendo 3D Switch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially I... with the better processors, frame rates, all that. 
who knows, they might, because, okay, so the Nintendo Switch is kind of a weird console, if you think about it, because it's a handheld, and it's a normal console. Yeah. Um, Nintendo hasn't really released a, like, standard normal console since the Wii. Actually, scratch that. Nintendo has never released a standard normal console. Mm. No, shut up. The Wii U isn't real. <laughs> you know a single person that has a Wii U? <laughs> yep, my old buddy Lucas from homeschool group. He had a Wii U. Okay. Or has a Wii U if just, he hasn't gotten rid of it. Just a coincidence that this is someone that we can't verify even actually exists. He wanted to play Bayonetta. <laughs> That's why he bought it. He's like, I had to play Bayonetta. I'm like, fair point. I get it. <laughs> I've never played, but fair point. <laughs> fair point. Yep. Mm. But, um, did you know they had to launch the Wii U twice? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It flopped hard, and they're like, sweep that under a rug. The, well, the first time everyone was oh, like... the Wii U Lite! It's like, oh. Well, no, no, no. The first time everyone thought it was just, like, a controller for the Wii that was super expensive... <laughs> <laughs> it flopped yeah. it i think it came out the same year as the ps vita and the ps vita outsold it <laughs> yeah oh by a crap load. which is saying something considering like the ps vita is was the thing that made sony stop making handheld stuff <laughs> yeah which i hated i had never owned a psp uh-huh. but one of my buddies always had one i'm like man that is so much better than my DS. Just graphics and yeah. the frame rate. And, oh. oh, the screen is so big. Oh, dude, did you pl- did you ever get your hands on a PlayStation Vita to play? Never. I did. I never touched one. Dude, I did. One of my friends had one. Um, you know, he was a big big fan of PlayStation. You know, all their yeah. products. He got a PlayStation Vita, and I, you know, he let me play it at school. This was, you know, back when we were in high school, two thousand. 13 or something like yeah. that he let me play it like while we were at lunch or something like that i'm like dude this is like console quality graphics like that was That's a crazy. hell of a handheld like yeah. honestly like it part of it could be just you know like child brain not remembering this correctly but like you know i don't know that we've had a handheld console up until like arguably the switch yeah. That was as good as the PlayStation Vita. No, um, yeah, we didn't. We really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I've I've seen it in like Best Buy and stuff when it first came out, but I never played it. Mm-hmm. it I'm like, man. I mean, and like the thing was, um, if I remember right, it was like a lot of uh, issues with game production and stuff for it. I think it yeah. had a library of like a total library of like 20 something games, but yeah. like by the lot. end of its life, um, which is like, you know, if those 20 something games are like, you know, games that you would Phenomenal. really like, um, yeah. it's worth getting it. But like, you know, there just wasn't that much appeal in the terms of games it had. Um, yeah. So it, that was when like people were really starting to be like, well, the generation that played mobile games, mm-hmm. I think, carried that franchise. Mm-hmm. And then phones started getting strong enough where you could play games on your phone. Mm-hmm. And the generation who played handhelds got old enough where now they have jobs. They're mm-hmm. driving. Mm-hmm. Most people played those handhelds riding in the car with their parents ah that's a good point yeah once i got driving age my gameplay for i quit playing my handheld till recently Mm -hmm. that is true it's been four years Mm -hmm. that's true i never thought about it like that um our generation carried that franchise yeah yeah and then of course it's interesting now if you look at it we're in kind of a transitionary phase i feel like Mm -hmm. where it's like mobile games are becoming really big um and you've got 4k phones now yeah 4k phones the the thing that kills mobile games usually is poor optimization uh optimization totally drains your battery life uh and ads and ads ads kill it but you know like that's just with free games usually. Yeah. It, when when you buy games, 
there's they're usually ad free. And that's such the bizarre thing. Mm-hmm. I never had a problem buying games from my DS. Mm-hmm. But if I look at an app store and see a price tag on a game, I'm like, not interested immediately. Dude, I, I think it's a psychological thing. I think if a like um Samsung or Apple or someone mm-hmm. deliberately just moved the paid games into their own marketplace like um like essentially like you know steam marketplace or something like yeah say this is this is or you know what better yet move ad free games into their own marketplace yeah so you know they go through they verify yep this game does not have ads in it goes to its own you know separate marketplace i think mobile gaming would take off then because what happens a lot of times is mobile games a lot you can produce a mobile game pretty cheaply pretty quickly yeah. um and people just use it as it's like oh this is how i'm going to make you know ad revenue and stuff like this is through my mobile game um and then you know the marketplace gets flooded with these essentially you know ad machines that you're going to get maybe a half hour of entertainment ad out of while you're waiting at the doctor's office yeah but if you have a section of the marketplace that is not, you know, there's deliberately like no ads in these games. You could say that the mm-hmm. purpose of these games is not to sell you, you know, not to advertise yeah. to you. I think mobile gaming might take off as a bigger thing at that point, especially yeah. if we can like, you know, start to optimize game or games to where they don't have as large of a drain on your battery. Uh, yeah yeah or you know people might they might start developing now this is probably like at least 10 years down the road but Mm. i can see someone eventually developing gaming phones i mean razor is it razor it might be alienware there is a gaming phone out already and Mm -hmm. it's like it's chonky Mm -hmm. but it runs Mm -hmm. um I mean, I can, I've got an iPhone 12, mm-hmm. not a Pro, not a Pro Max, mm-hmm. none of that jazz. I like, I like small phones. Mm-hmm. When I traded in small my hands, small phones. Vivo from India, when I, when I bought a new phone, I'm mm-hmm. like, God, this is so big. Mm-hmm. This is comfortable for me. I won't go, I won't go larger than this because mm-hmm. if it's intrusive in my pocket, I won't use it. Mm-hmm. I refuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes but, sense. I mean, but there's a game, it's like a turtle warfare or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a turtle and you're fighting off a bunch of forest rodents. All right. Mm-hmm. But if it's a side tangent, I'll, we'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. And you upgrade your turtle with like these guns and these mortars and all of this. And it's super graphically intensive mm-hmm. if you want it to be. Mm-hmm. My Vivo wouldn't run it on low graphics. Mm-hmm. This thing will run it max graphics, no problem. Gotcha. And it's super fun. How's it drain? I mean, how's it drain on your battery life, though? That's like uh, the big thing I've noticed. Is that's that's why I keep bringing that up, though. Is it's like most most of the most games you run, unless like like I said, I play Minesweeper on my phone. Like you know, Angry Birds yeah, isn't huge. Angry Birds, yes, and Angry Birds actually is a decent game too in yeah. terms of like you know, like as far as mobile Play a games couple goes, levels, then yeah. dip. Yeah, but um, you know, like it it seems like I'm losing one percent of my battery every like two minutes when I'm playing a game. You know, you do yeah. the math, you start at a hundred percent. That's two hundred minutes. That's like three hours of gaming at max and you don't actually want you you usually don't want your phone to be below 50 percent if you can help it so yeah you know well and do you have bluetooth enabled do you have a smartwatch Mm -hmm. do you have wi-fi enabled are you using data Mm -hmm. it's so Mm -hmm. many things Mm -hmm. like whenever i played angry birds screw it turn on airplane mode i'm saving battery Mm -hmm. yep have it like medium brightness because i'm inside a restaurant waiting for my food just yeah, so as soon as we, I feel like that technological hur- hurdle is jumped, mobile gaming will come back in style. Um, 
and you'll have things i i nintendo might even like ju- actually you know nintendo's the only thing on still making handheld or portable consoles so yeah. i don't know how keen they would be to get into the mobile market but well yeah they kind maybe. of have they've got like mario games mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. mobile mm-hmm. but um, um yeah i take maybe smart glasses will be a thing before batteries get better so then you're running the battery off your smart glasses instead of your phone how would that work bluetooth the image just like a projector oh so okay. then the glasses don't need any processing power it's just showing the image oh gotcha okay i see so your phone screens off which is most of your battery life it's just using the processor interesting interesting what would the control be how would you do control inputs? Mm. You, I guess you can technically have your phone screen on super low brightness and still be yeah. sensitive to touch input. Um, yeah. Because you would, there'd be an overlay for the controls mm-hmm. through the glasses. Yep. So you'd just do that just like a keyboard, develop mm-hmm. muscle memory as you play. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, and you already can, like, uh, and, emulate games on phones yes. too like you know and those aren't super battery draining no they're not actually for legal purposes i have to say everything that i'm going to mention is a hypothetical experience that i don't actually have <laughs> but i remember uh playing kirby and the amazing mirror on like as a kid i had the game then you know it was a game boy advanced game and i think my game boy advanced i lost it or it broke or something mm. like that and then I'm like, I just really enjoy Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. So I'm going to, you know, see if I can get an emulator to do that on my phone. And sure enough, I could. And it was less, you know, hardware intensive than a lot of uh, mobile games. So, yeah, albeit it is a game designed for 30 year old hardware. So, well, yeah, 20 <laughs> year old hardware. Yeah. yeah. What was your first favorite game for ds specifically for ds um, ds ds i that that franchise like that generation see. trying to remember the games i initially got for the ds um i got i had nintendogs i remember that Oh jeez. <laughs> that was that was fun to play with uh with friends. Um Yeah. All my Nintendogs are probably starving. They're probably dead. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Can they it, ran away. Can Nintendogs die? I don't think they can. No, no, no. But uh um, My first game for DS was uh Pokemon Pearl and yeah. Final Fantasy Three. I had Pokemon Diamond pretty quickly yep. off the bat. Yep. Um, I remember because we traded. <laughs> yeah, we traded. I Visited bro- underground bases. Yes. Dude, that was fun. That was so good. I broke that game, actually. Um, Like, you know. Like I, physically or software-wise? Software-wise. I got, I got, oh, no. I got smacked with those anti-cheat measures. Uh. <laughs> I oh, I tr- I tried to use a uh you know a fast play uh mm. or a quick play whatever it was called the the DS cheating you know hardware yeah um and I basically it was just for the fun of it to use like the walk through walls cheat and stuff like that um yeah. and, unlimited master balls yeah um I think I was just using the walk through walls cheat I think that's the only one I actually did hmm. but um. I and I knew that they had like anti cheat software that was integrated into the game, um, that would cause issues. So I was being super careful most of the time not to trigger any of that. I found um, what's his name, the Chaos Pokemon Demon Darkrai, not Darkrai, the other one that looks like a giant centipede, but it's also a Dark Steel type. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I've got the image in my head. Yeah, every, every everyone can see it, even if they don't know the name. 
But um, anyway, found that. I'm like, huh, I need. But uh, the, the thing was, I had traded my starter to my sister. Get to call my sister out here because she couldn't beat the <laughs> game fairly. So I traded her my starter, which was level. I think I think I had max leveled it um, to help her get past one of the gym leaders. Hmm. Um, and then I told her, I'm like, holy shit, I need my starter back to fight this thing. And then, of course, one of the anti-cheat measures is if you go into the trading center with the a walkthrough walls hack on, you, you, get locked. you will get locked in the upstairs of the Pokemon Center in Pokemon Diamond. Huh. See, that's one thing. Hot take. Anti-cheat in purely offline games where you're not competing with mm-hmm. people. I like walk through walls. You serve no tech, no no advantage, multiplayer wise. Well, well, it's it's with that. it's not. Well, there's 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 two purposes of it. One, Pokemon actually does have a competitive scene, um, and so you know, cheating can be used to artificially make your Pokemon stronger or you know better um in ways that wouldn't actually be possible in the game um hmm. oh like uh uh speed runs and shit yeah but um no not speed runs uh oh. like actual tournaments oh yeah yeah like actual like you could you know go and play actual pokemon tournaments yeah uh, battle tournaments but uh yeah so that's one reason for it. The other reason for it is most anti-cheat software in single-player games is actually anti-piracy software that gets triggered by, you know, cheats. Um, okay. So, you know, for example, uh, you know, there's just weird things that... And Pokemon ha- notoriously has a lot of weird things that happen when you yeah. use cheat codes. But it's designed to keep you from emulating the game. At least mm. until they can figure out how to perfectly emulate the hardware that it was originally built on. Um, Fair. So that that's what the purpose of it usually is, is to just, yeah. you know, make the game as unenjoyable for people who are pirating the software. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, do you have a small tangent you can go on while I sprint to the bathroom? Do I have a? I just went on a small tangent about anti-piracy software. Well, yeah, but I had I had stuff I I was commenting on about that. Oh, so. uh, like, what's your favorite genre of mobile game? What's my favorite genre of like or multiple phone games? DS games? Okay, DS, DS games. games. When I when I use the term mobile, I yeah. mean DS. Okay, yeah. my favorite genre. So start of... talk about that. I'll be right back in like thirty seconds. All right. Okay. Cool. My favorite genre of DS games is, hmm, let's see. I do like uh, Pokemon, like, strategy games and stuff like that. Um, However, let's see. I seem to recall, you know what? Actually, you know, I was talking about Kirby earlier. I really like platformers on almost all Nintendo consoles. Uh... You know, I just always have. I'm trying to remember some specific ones on the Nintendo DS that I might have had. Um, let's see. I don't necessarily. Let's see. Ooh, I had the remake of Super Mario 64 on the Nintendo DS. Um, I don't remember if it was called Super Mario 64 on that. I think it was. But uh, that was... I don't know. That was actually the first time I played Super Mario 64 was the Nintendo DS version. Um, And that, I remember, was a lot of fun. Hmm. But, um, yeah. Uh, Tangent over. (laughs) Fair. Uh, My favorite was a combination of tower defense-ish games mm-hmm. like a uh, locks quest mm-hmm. i don't know if you've heard of that locks quest um, nope 
So basically, you are an engineer mm-hmm. with, like, uh, I, I'm trying to remember what it's called. You use some sort of resource. It's this blue, like, mana flame. No, it was source. It was truly, it was just called source. Gotcha. Source wells. And you use source wells to build. Okay. And you had wood walls, stone walls, um, I believe there were metal walls, then I think there was one more above that, or maybe metal walls was the highest, and there was one right below that, I can't mm-hmm. remember. There were four different material types, and it cost different amounts of source. Gotcha. And it was tower defense in the sense of, you use the source in a top-down... Uh, building mechanic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. preparing for battle, and okay. you have to defend the source well gotcha. against these uh, clockworks. Mm-hmm. And you build your base. That you have doors. You have cannons, like automated cannons. You've mm-hmm. got traps you can use. And there was all every map was different. Typically, it's like three to four rounds per map. Mm-hmm. There were boss battles where the final round was like a super hard dude with a special ability and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Really cool storyline. Um, and y- you could also use abilities. Mm-hmm. And these abilities, you did certain um, like movements with the stylus. Mm-hmm. So one of them, it was just a hard strike. Mm-hmm. And you had to tie number it came up with like three numbers one through uh-huh. three and you have to type them in order but it they'll appear randomly okay. so it'll be like one two three left right mid mm-hmm. then it'll be left mid right it randomizes mm-hmm. and it goes up to five and the higher you go the more damage you do on your final strike mm-hmm. uh there was a poison one where it was like a dial and it showed a number so it started at one you just swing the dial from right to left Mm-hmm. Then I'll do two, don don stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some other mechanics. I haven't recently played with those higher mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one. It used source from your inventory. Like if you didn't spend all your source in the build phase, or you've killed enough clockworks because they drop source, mm-hmm. you collect source from the dead clockworks. It was uh, like a cogwheel that you just turned in one mm-hmm. direction. Same thing. It went up in numbers how many times you turn. And it'll repair all your buildings across the map. Interesting. Whereas you would typically have to run up to them, click on them, do the lever to heal it, mm-hmm. and then move on with your day attacking clockworks. Uh-huh. Interesting. And the strategies were crazy on it. Like, you had poison traps, so you'd place those right at the spawn points of the clockworks to slowly drain their health. Mm-hmm. You'd put anti-magic traps right in front of your walls so the mages couldn't do extremely high damage on your walls. Ah, uh, gotcha. You'd put freeze ones right at the edge of your walls so then the um, rushers wouldn't sprint and smash your walls down in, mm-hmm. like, two hits. Mm-hmm. And the clockworks get harder, like, they evolve Mm -hmm. over the game. So it's pretty balanced on you getting new equipment and abilities and the clockworks leveling up. Interesting. So, and then, obviously, the strategy, okay, this is a high enemy area. I need metal walls here. Mm -hmm. But this area, I just need to buy time, so I'll Mm -hmm. use wood walls to save source. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't... So... I just had an interesting thought, completely, hmm. well, sort of related to the whole tower yeah. defense thing. Why have they not made a Home Alone game that is a combination of tower <laughs> defense and horror? That's fair. Like That's fair. Like, you think about it. Okay. You have this, you know, you got materials, okay, around the house. You got, you know, so first of all, okay, so it's first, like, it's, it's like, um like rainbow six where you have a one minute prep phase okay yeah you go around the house collecting materials and then you construct (laughs) traps and shit okay like you know fucking on the stairwells and stuff like that you 
build trip wires. You put like marbles on the ground, get people to slip and stuff like that. So you like make these huge Rube Goldberg contraptions once you get really good of like chain reactions that like, you know, mm. this thing knocks them into this thing, which triggers this thing, which does this. Um, okay. And then now, would you incapacitate them or is it a time based where you're just trying to stall for time? Um, till like the cops arrive, you have ten minutes. Survive. That's a pretty slow response time for cops. <laughs> it's home alone. It's rough life, bro. But uh, <laughs> I'd say maybe, maybe both. Maybe you could do either. Um, like temporary incapacitation type yeah. deal. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe it takes place in like you got you got three rounds. Okay, so so the fr- the first two rounds. You gotta call the cops, okay? Mm. Um, that's the objective: is get to the get to the telephone, okay? Yeah. Um, and successfully call the cops, and then you know the third round though the cops just don't believe you because they've showed up twice and the guys were not <laughs> there anymore, so they're like, yeah, "There's nothing going on here," and so like they think you're prank calling, uh, oh, and so okay. then you have to incapacitate them actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be mm-hmm. a cool game, and it could be Finish. multiplayer too. You can have you could have like a duo versus like a single, or like duos versus duos, where it's like one one team is the burglars and one team is the uh, the kids. <laughs> Finish your software engineering degree and make this game. Make this <laughs> make the Home Alone video game the friend. avoid copyright home by yourself <laughs> How, house alone <laughs> <laughs> oh, and house alone too which is christmas themed parents away <laughs> just the title oh. is your family left you at home by yourself and got on a plane and forgot you weren't with them <laughs> so- phenomenal name copyright it right now right now <laughs> and then make that an acronym and see what it you know phonetically spells out <laughs> oh god and that that's how people would refer to it get a big competitive scene say yeah no i'm i'm definitely a uh a burglar main uh <laughs> i'm all right on you know as a trapper but you know when i'm playing on the uh kids side i typically you know go for uh dps with the uh you know bat i run a glass house build you get glass cannon you get a kid you oh, get don't worry about it. you get the sneaky strat where you're just like you're hiding the whole time that would be the thing okay actually you that, can crawl through vents and shit that's the thing you don't have a prep phase okay it starts with the burglars breaking in okay the phone is placed randomly around the house so the burglars don't know where it is but you have obviously you live there so you know you know where it is there's a little ping on your maybe you have a mini map yeah the burglars don't have a mini map and the houses are somewhat procedurally generated camera system as well yeah uh no i'd say no camera system no camera but really really good audio input okay so you have to listen if not camera, like a glass break system, or if somebody smashes down a door, you get like a, a red... A ping. A red, not even a ping, but just a red, like, flash where yeah. that sound came from. If it's really sharp sound. Yeah, 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 that would make sense. And then do like yellow if a trap mm-hmm. is triggered. Mm-hmm, yep, yep, that makes sense. And so you have to collect stuff to, like, uh, build traps while you're there ooh, okay so that might be that might be how the round system comes in Mm. so the first round starts like that you're pretty much the the strategy would probably be just to hide the first round for as long as you can and get to the phone until the cops show up the second night you know they're coming so then you get a prep phase okay idea Uh uh-huh it's round based Uh uh-huh the cops only show up in like round five like it takes five rounds the rounds are determined on how fast you incapacitate the intruders Uh then you have a minute once both intruders are incapacitated 
You have one minute to prep again. They can't see what's going on. They're passed mm-hmm. out. You have one minute to prep. Then second round begins. They escape their trap or they like wake up or whatever. What if uh, this might be this might be getting too much, too big <laughs> too big of a game at this point because you're essentially having other people play a mini game. What if people on the kids team are playing as the cops, and there's only one kid in the house, and oh. the and the and it's entirely based on how fast the cops get there and shoot the bad guys. No, yeah, no, you... we can't have guns. We gotta be we gotta be uh, billy clubs. Billy club, yes. Yep. <laughs> that because that's better. Well, I mean, I guess technically speaking, it is better. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look better though. <laughs> <laughs> Just smack. Smack. Dead. <laughs> Wasted. <laughs> I don't know. I think this could be a this could be a pretty fun game. That anyone's, could be a really fun game. If anyone's uh listening that uh knows how to, you know, make video games or has any connections in the uh, industry, uh hook us up. Send us an email at wasted social at gmail. What what a <laughs> What a plug. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I wonder how many emails we're going to get about that one. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> no emails. We're going to get one email from some random person that watched the VOD and they're going to be like, wow, you guys are actually idiots. This game is out already. And we'll be like, oh. <laughs> oh, well. All right. <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there is already a Home Alone licensed video game somewhere out there, but like... I doubt it's anything good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh that'd be an interesting game for sure. Oh yeah. Uh mm. what else we got on the itinerary? Uh let me check. Mm. General discussions on games. Well, we already made a hypothetical game. Uh what about a real game? Let's see. You remember the flip notes? On the DS. Oh my god, yeah. Dude, that the was... The freaking stick figure with the rock music and they're like fighting and shit. Dude, some of that, like, okay, most of it, most of it was... Okay, that was that was an artistic hub, honestly. Yeah, like, and they lo- shut it down. Like, a lot of it was just, you know, like, freaking people ripping youtube videos and animating it but they were still animating it like it was super dope i remember i tried to make some of that shit and i just you know i couldn't because i'm a lousy artist but uh (laughs) i was i was garbage and also i i did do some uh finding a good video cutting the audio and then changing the song that was playing Mm -hmm. i did do some of that but Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it was someone else's artwork. I never published it. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I think this music goes better. Dude, can you imagine with, like, the, uh, like, the, if someone, I I mean, I understand why they shut it down. Can you imagine if they tried to do that today with, like, Mm. the the copyright laws and stuff like that and how copyright enforcement works with music? Like, so stupid. Like, half of that, half the shit that was on there would be illegal. Instant. Like instant, instant instant copyright strike. Yeah, um, like uh, "Lonely Road" by Linkin Park. Was dude, like that's the one go-to. I was thinking. That was the one I was thinking of. It's like half of the half of the flip notes would open up with "I walk a lonely road," and I'm like, <laughs> a lone hero, stick figure with the cape, just walking, and yeah, bunch of goons come out. He's like fighting him with a staff or whatever. Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty epic like you know i I redid one with the headstrong yeah that's a good one for that's a good one for a lot of like the the genre of like a lot of flip notes Mm -hmm. then there were some comedy ones that were out like the uh treadmill one the treadmill one the he's walking uh, on a treadmill and he's like and it launches him and it gets ticked off and he tries destroying it i remember there was one i think you i think it was your family was down visiting my family around the holidays and yeah. uh you know there was one we were like got obsessed with for some reason with which was like with the i don't got no iphone song oh my <laughs> god yeah <laughs> and, oh. 
We were just singing it like for a whole week. <laughs> I hate my life and I want to die because I ain't and got our, no and, and our moms were like, stop singing that. <laughs> stop singing about killing yourself because you don't have an iPhone. Scream. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. Oh my goodness. That was... That was fun, man. I don't know. Flip notes. What else did you have? You had the other drawing thing on there. What was I had the... Drawn to Life. Oh, that was a fun game. That was a fun game. Drawn to Life. I No, I was thinking of, um, though, what's the one, like, it was the Messenger app that you could use, oh, but just, oh. o- just over, like, the Bluetooth kind of thing. Like, you had to be connected with each other. And you couldn't be more than like fifteen feet away to I'll use let you it. Know in a second, let <laughs> me <laughs> um, get outside. I'm on a Final Fantasy three right now. But like, I remember trying to use that like over over the distance between cars. <laughs> Where to like, stoplight? Connect. Connect. <laughs> and then someone would just like draw a penis or something like that and send it and immediately disconnect. <laughs> it's like hold up, hold up. <laughs> Is called. Where is it? Picto chat. Picto chat. That was it. Picto chat. I still have. I still have Flipnote Studio. Dude, that's nostalgic. (laughs) Oh my goodness, it's the frog. I forgot. (gasps) Wait, dude, the audio app. I forgot about the audio app. The OG. What it. is it? Right. Let uh, me let me turn down the brightness a little bit. Yeah, turn down your brightness. You're, dude, I can't. Oh, is this the Worms game? No, this is. Oh shit! <laughs> this is cut the rope. They had cut the rope on Nintendo well. DS. We're still Photo in the po- dojo. We're still in the podcast segment, so I have to describe this to the podcast viewers. Shotgun Scott is Nintendo DS, so he's looking at the apps. DSi. And, but uh, yeah. DSi, he says indignantly, like, you think I'm some Nintendo DS peasant who doesn't have a camera Scream. on his console? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What was that fighting game called? Um, Photo Dojo. Dude, Photo Dojo. That game was so fun. You could, like, make your own freaking take pictures of yourself in different like combat positions and yeah. like you would become a fighting game character that was pretty epic um freaking gold i loved it <laughs> oh my goodness the camera's bugging out uh-huh <laughs> yeah. that's fine i think i think that's a good point to wrap up the podcast segment i'd say last last one Last one, what? Yep, last last topic. What is a game you could see yourself playing right now or have been playing somewhat recently? Um, on the Nintendo DS. I could yeah. see myself going through uh, Drawn to Life again. That would be, that could be fun. Drawn to Life? Okay, yeah. yeah. Drawn to Life is a fun one. Uh, I could also see myself maybe getting into Pokemon again. I don't know how I feel about the new Pokemon games, though. Yeah, yeah, that's... Well, I'm talking old games, not new games. Like, old DS, DSi games. I would play through Pokemon Diamond again. Uh, I say I would, but I put so many hours into that every time I think about how I yeah. have the ones it's just lost. That's that's kind of like how I'm at with Final Fantasy 3. Like, I'm loving it. I've, I've got a new appreciation for the story and everything. Mm-hmm. But I opened an old save. I'm like, how did I even get here? What mm-hmm. did I have to do? I have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. So I started a new save. I'm like, how do I beat this dude? I go into this area and die randomly. I'm like, these guys are too strong. What what have I missed that allowed me to level up enough to get here? Did I mm-hmm. literally have to run around for an hour fighting random encounters to level up? Or mm-hmm. where do I get the better equipment? Gotta grind. Or I'll, I loaded my old save and I'm like, oh, this village isn't on the map yet. I go in. Doesn't show the village on the map because it's a hidden village. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a bunch of open chests. I'm like, what if those had good 
items that I just used stupidly because I didn't think about it when I was way younger. Gotta rise and grind, my dude. Get that Sigma grind set going. (laughs) Okay, on that note, do you want to do our outro? You said you were doing the outro this time. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, you Uh, did the intro. All right, I got it. Let's see if you can do a better outro than you did an intro. I've got, um, for is, our uh, podcast listeners, I'm getting my stretches in. Ready, ready to get this outro in. Got, got All, right. All right, scoot my chair up. Fix my hat, headset. Okay, we're ready. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining in this week's episode of The Wasted Youth. Talked about Nintendo games general mobile console games and all that jazz micah have a good night my guy yes sir (laughs) that's the way you're going fine (laughs) cut the audio right now for listening to the Wasted Youths podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. The Wasted Youths is produced by Dominic Sanders and Micah Voorhees. Dominic is also the lead editor of the Wasted Youths. All music featured in the show is composed by Micah Voorhees. If you enjoy our show, we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe and consider donating through the link in the description to help us make better episodes. If you know someone who might be interested in the topic that we discussed tonight, feel free to send them our way by sharing this episode with them. All that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fantastic evening, and we'll see you next week.